You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah. Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years. My bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. Today on the ZABEcast, notorious J-A-Y in his Friday power hole. We've got NFL schedule talk to dissect, plus why I believe in the unicorn theory at quarterback. Ellen DeGeneres now claims she's a victim. That bitch Carol Baskin's back in the news. And we pour one out for the coronavirus pandemic. Your 45-minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. Here we go. Friday, May 14, 2021. Thank you for joining me. I advise everybody to buckle the hell up because sports is about to get really, really good for about at least a month and a half. The NBA playoffs are upon us almost. This is the final weekend. The NHL starts on Saturday night. We've got more and more cities announcing they're going to open up to 100% capacity sometime in June. And yes, today, the CDC said, you know what? If you are vaccinated, you can go anywhere without a mask. More on that in just a minute. We got Notorious J-A-Y with us as well. Quick update on the gas situation. Still bad, really bad in the Southeast. With shortages and closures... According to at Gas Buddy Guy, 
Get it? Buddy Guy? That's his name. Gas Buddy Guy. Uh, he's a gas gas and oil industry expert who's been very good tweeting about this. He tweets the updates of you know percentages of stations without gasoline. And the numbers are insanely high through much of the southeast. Virginia's gone down a little bit. I was able to get it at my local station, and I got to talk to my boy, Exxon Dave. Great dude, runs the Exxon near where I live. And I said, so what do we think? Is it going to get worse? Is it going to get better? What's the deal? He goes, ah, he says, basically over. He goes, this is going to die down. I said, you know, I know there's pictures on the internet of people being complete fucking idiots, filling up tons and tons of plastic containers, filling up things that aren't meant for gasoline, including trash bags. And he said, yeah, he goes, you know, I noticed one guy trying to fill up a one of those giant pretzel tubs of gasoline. I said, what'd you say to him? He goes, I told him, I said, shut that off, close it up, and get the hell out of here. Enough of this. I said, good. He said, he goes, now, he said, I noticed, I looked at the typical transaction for the people that were stand, you know, waiting in line for at, you know, my pumps here. He said there was a whole lot of between $5 and $10 transactions, meaning just a top off. A lot of people topping off, which I understand. Now, is that panic buying? Is that hoarding? I don't know. I do know this. The people are like, oh, this is only because there is hoarding, because people are idiots and selfish. No, no, that's a part of it. That's, I'm going to guess, 15%. There's another dynamic in play where, yes, people who need gas and are worried about, shit, I got to go somewhere this weekend, want to make sure they got a full tank. My wife is in that category. She's going down to Newport News to be at the graduation of my nephew, uh, Austin. She needs a full tank to get down and back. She was able to get it. Thank God for that. Are those people hoarding? Are they panic buying? Or are they just accelerating their purchases? That's a matter of semantics, whatever you believe. So those people have also put a pinch on things. But the whole thing started with a disruption in the supply chain. No question about it. I'm hoping it gets better and better quickly. But it does really bring up the fact that, you know, A little ripple can really fuck us as a nation. It makes you wonder. And the story that I couldn't believe was the fact that the cybersecurity position for Colonial went unfilled for a month prior to them actually getting hacked. Way to go, Colonial Pipeline. Word is they paid $5 million in cyber ransom to the hackers, the dark side, in crypto currency. Other reports say, no, they did not pay that. Usually when somebody pays ransom to either get a loved one back or, you know, cyber ransom, they don't want to brag about it. They don't want to talk about it because it only encourages more attacks, but you know, there will be more attacks. So anyway, it would have been helpful if gas station owners could have told people you get one certified gas container. A, 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 a jug, a, a, but it has to be made for gasoline proper, not a, not a giant pretzel jug, not a Home Depot bucket with a lid, not a bag, no giant tanks strapped to the back of your pickup truck. No, you get one. And it would have been helpful if they had put signs up that says minimum purchase, say 10 gallons, 
that would have stopped some of the topper offers. It would have limited some of the people pulling forward their purchases of gasoline, but hopefully it's going to die down. I do like the fact that I've got Exxon Dave as a friend. I actually got my car back and my daughter's car, her Subaru back from the dealership because it needed a couple of recall items, needed to go ahead and uh, get inspected. And they came back and said it needs brakes, but it did pass inspection. And it also needs a new axle, $700. I'm like, a new axle, huh? Said, okay, yeah, yeah, I don't want you to do that repair now. Let me go get a second opinion. My man Exxon Dave is like, yeah, no, it's fine. In fact, you got a decent amount of time left on the brakes. I'm not going to touch those now. And the axle, no. There was a micro leak in it. Fucking dealerships. Unbelievable. They're not all the same, by the, mind you. The Rust Aero Group, outstanding dealership. I know them personally. I've seen them in action. They're not that unscrupulous. But it's always good to get a second opinion, especially on older cars that may need work. Because how would I know if the axle really was about to go? Sounds scary, right? In fact, I wonder if I told him, yeah, this is my daughter's car, and she's at college right now, but she's coming back, if the guy at the dealership in the service department said, oh, no kidding. Because what dad wouldn't pay the 700 bucks to keep his little sweet daughter safe? Axel. The Axel's bad? Oh, holy shit. So anyway, let's hope that that settles down just a bit. But uh, had they been able to prevent people from topping off with less than, say, five gallons, that would have reduced the lines, would have calmed some of the anxiety, and certainly idiots with their fucking gas cans. Enough of that already, that's for sure. Okay, we're going to get to schedule talk with Notorious J.A.Y. in just a second. But first, let's pour one out for the pandemic. I'm giving you to the giving this to you now. I know many of you don't want to hear it. I don't care. You can fast forward. Give me five minutes. Five minutes from right now. Okay, so the CDC today came out and said, you can go anywhere if you're vaccinated without a mask. But the rule is, says the president, if you're not vaccinated, you must wear a mask. Many people are not vaccinated and they are not wearing masks and are not going to wear masks. But we'll see. This is just basically the end of the pandemic. There's got to be a place to say it started here and it ended here. And I'm on the tombstone of the coronavirus pandemic, I'll put born March 12, 2020. That was the day the NBA shut down. That's when it got real. And I'll say May the 13th, 2021, as its day, it died. Because it will quickly unravel from here. People are saying, well, how are they going to know if you've been if you've been vaccinated? That's not the point. If you've been vaccinated, you're good. There is vaccine available for anybody and everybody who wants it. No waiting, no lines, no appointments needed. We're swimming in the stuff. So you're good. If somebody wants to walk around unvaccinated, that's their risk, which is how it should have been all along. But I digress. So 396 days, which began with 15 days to slow the spread. We went from Fauci saying, pow, you don't need a mask. It's crazy. And, you know, if you want to take a cruise, if you're healthy, that's fine. Too quickly, oh my God, I got to leave my groceries outside the door for about 12 hours before I bring them in. It might have the virus on them. 
We were having drive-by birthday parties from the street because it was too dangerous. Then summer came. COVID numbers went way down. And it's like, well, it's because we're doing so good. Let's keep it up, everybody. And we kept everything shut down to great economic ruin and to no fun whatsoever. Then fall came, and it's like, oh, shit, here comes the COVID again. More masking, double masking. What's going on? I thought we were doing a good job. Virus was always got a virus. Then it was, okay, even if you do vaccinate, now that we got vaccines, you still must wear a mask. And then Rochelle Walensky says, I sense impending doom. That was less than a month ago. The doom did not come. The Rangers said, we're going full attendance on opening day, and people showed up and did it, and people squawked. Newsom, reckless. Biden, Neanderthal thinking. That went to, well, maybe by the 4th of July we can have small gatherings. Then just yesterday, the state of Ohio and Governor Mike DeWine announced a lottery. If you're vaccinated between now and like the end of May, you'll be entered into a state lottery. They're going to give away five $1 million prizes to people who have been vaccinated. Wow. Somebody said it's like the running man all over again. Running Man was a bit different, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Richard Dawson, but the same principle applies. The state should never be using entertainment or money to bribe or control the populace. It's a terrible idea, and I don't think it's going to move the vaccination meters a whole lot. People who have been already are just going to have a chance at a million dollars. By the way, they polled two groups. The vaccinated group were more hesitant to go out in public, more hesitant to ditch masks than the unvaccinated group in every question of, would you do this? Would you do that? Would you do this? What does that tell you right there? The adoption of Chinese-style dictatorship overnight was astonishing and scary. Worse yet was how quick people were to not just accept it, but actually embrace it and to be apparatchiks of the newfound totalitarian state. Ratting out neighbors for parties, calling cops on moms with kids on playgrounds. It was fucking insane. Dystopian in every sense of the word. Every sense of principle was abandoned in a panic. The experts who were wrong never paid a price. The data was ignored when it wasn't being completely manipulated. The CDC was a joke, and of course Fauci was the ringleader of it all. And deified by many. The teachers unions threw your kids and my kids under the bus in fear, and then they backed up the bus and ran over them again. They lost some of the most precious learning and development and years of their lives. They'll never get them back. They've also been conditioned to be fearful of people in crowds and even faces. It's ridiculous. My daughter missed out on what should have been the sweetest time of her life, the final several months of her senior year, including the final school play that she was in, And her freshman year in college was, for the most part, don't tell her this, a miserable, nerve-wracking, isolating, and not very fun time. It's a lot of schoolwork, not a lot of fun. That's not what college is for. It's not what I'm paying her for. I want her to go down there, meet people, have fun, get a boyfriend, have her heart broken, bounce back, find another person, you know, college. Yeah, I do want her to learn some things, but, uh, you know, that's not the most important thing in my opinion. And yours too, even worse. Thank God our kids weren't younger. I'm at uh, five minutes already, aren't I? 
No, I think I got one more. Went from nine minutes to 13. All right, one more, and then I'll, and I'll finish it up here. Uh, the Treasury printed close to $10 billion, and they're probably not done yet. Somebody's going to have to pay that back. Guess who? They paid people to stay home. We've got inflation now set to explode. Hiring is extremely hard. Businesses went under. My business, the media business, sports media business, was particularly hard hit. I know at least a dozen people who lost their jobs, maybe their careers. All the while, assholes like Pat Forty and Dan Wolken and Christine Brennan, that Yenta, openly lobbied for sports to shut down. Gee, must be nice. They're all still employed, just too, da- too damn bad. Whole thing was politicized, weaponized, and used for absolutely evil purposes by governments around the world, including those who we thought should and would have known better. And still is, by the way. God help Canada. See what's going on up there. We gave them two weeks, and we gave them the benefit of the doubt, and they took a year plus. They made criminals out of law-abiding citizens. They made your neighbor snitches. They stole the joy from life for a year. The dancing, gathering, singing, praying, watching, playing, sports, etc., all gone. For what? Did it affect anything? No. So what should they have done, Zabe? Huh? Simple. Sweden. They should have done Sweden. Advise and then trust. Advise the people and then trust they can take that information and do with it as they see fit. Be transparent and adapt as you learn more. Another thing nobody did in many countries. Be humble and realistic, knowing this thing can't be stopped. Virus, gonna virus. Look at the excess deaths, U.S. and other lockdown countries. The excess deaths in the age groups, not in the COVID vulnerable population, so under 80. The younger uh, segments of the population had a noticeable excess death toll in 2020. Why? Easy. Suicide, overdose, not seeking or getting treatment, missed cancer screenings, and on and on. The median age of death was and is about 80. Or in other words, the end of the line life expectancy anyway. If it weren't for mistakes made early, like ventilators being shoved down people's throats, it would have been even better in terms of, yeah, this thing is not that dangerous to those under, say, 60 years old. Oh, you said it was Corey COVID, though, just another shooting guard from the COVID conference. I said it might be, but let's wait. Well, now the calculated IFR, or infected fatality rate, is about 0.24%. John Ioannidis of Stanford calculated that pretty much down to the number back in March or April of last year, and it is held up as the data has finally come in. It's essentially a bad flu, maybe two and a half times a bad flu, but it's a flu that doesn't affect the lower demographics as much as the normal flu does. And oh, by the way, thanks to what many people believe is sort of a viral interference phenomenon, the flu got wiped out this past winter. It wasn't because of masks and distancing. So overall, it was kind of like Corey Covid. It was like Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin was the hottest thing going with the New York Knicks. He was quite the sensation. And then the Rockets signed him to a huge deal, and they almost instantly regretted it because they realized, you know what, it, he, he's good. He's just he's not that good. He was a sensation. The West signed Corey COVID to a massive contract. They overreacted in a way that should be studied and understood so that it is never, ever repeated again. With that said, 
Support for the Zabecast is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming? Champions of the world? Why, it's Manscaped. Offering precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code ZABE. Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo at manscaped.com. You know, like landscaped.com, but manscaped.com. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom and in the shower. Look, I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0, and I'm blown away. It's outstanding. Men don't talk about this whole lot, but you and I are men here, right? We can talk about this. You don't want that all nasty and just out of control down there. Come on now. Your gal deserves better than that. Did I mention wireless charging with the lawnmower 4.0, allowing you to customize your trim as well through additional guard lengths, sizes 1 through 4. If you've been shaving with the same old bag trimmer on your face, you've been doing it wrong. No person wants to end up with those there. It's time to get your own hair sorted out and body trimmer situation upgraded to Manscaped 4.0, the lawnmower 4.0, made to make the meet time the best time in the shower and the bathroom. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ZABE. Charlie Zulu, Alpha Bravo Echo at manscaped.com. Your nuts will thank you. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's talk some sports. Hello. Hello, Jay. We might start having to push back this time because it's still glorious and light out right now. Summer's upon us. We can't be sitting inside doing a podcast at 8 p.m., can we? I'm paying the bathroom. So, <laughs> okay. Well, then there you go. Enjoy okay. the thirty-minute respite from painting the bathroom. What color are you painting it? Uh, white and blue. Very nice. Is this a you project, or did she say, "Honey, I'd like to paint the bathroom"? Uh, no, it was. I think we should paint the bathroom. Meaning, I should paint the bathroom. I think we. Yes, the the royal we. <laughs> Baby, yeah. be- before we start anything. Yes, sir. I'm listening to your podcast on Tuesday. Me and Buck, 
walking, having fun. I'm laughing, I'm giggling. And then I heard it. Who was Tuesday? Tawny Katane. Tawny Katane. Yeah, she's our Marilyn Monroe. No, she. Okay. okay. Well, then who? Then who is our okay, Marilyn? Wait, wait, who wait. is our Marilyn? Then they they are never going to make sixteen movies about Tawny Katane. <laughs> she was trashy. I'll grant you that. Tawny Katane wasn't even the best video vixen of the eighties. That award goes to Bobby Bobby Brown, the chick from the Cherry Pie Warrant video. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, Cherry yeah, pie I, video. Okay, warrant. Oh wow. Wow, Bobby Brown. There you go. Okay. Sometimes credit is Bobby Brown Lane, American. But Bobby Brown did not jump. Did not leave. Even Tony Katane. Tony Katane didn't what do we know? How Tony come Katane I don't know for? who Bobby Brown is, but I knew who Tony Katane. If I went to because, poll hundred people on the street our age, who do you think would score higher? Bobby Brown or Tony Katane in terms of just knowing who the fuck they were? Because Tony Katane would bet you, she didn't she hit Chuck Finley with a shoe? Uh, yeah, it was assaulted him. She he had to file a restraining order, and uh, those charges were dropped. But yeah, she she had problems, man. She, she was a wild OJ. child. She, she yeah. dated OJ. You know, they cut to the band members so quick with Bobby Brown. You have to go, wait a minute. Is that one of the band members or the chick? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so maybe we should do a a definitive list of video vixens. Okay, you you say that, and I was thinking, and I was like, there's not that many that people... I mean, you know who? You know another two good ones. How about uh, how about Alicia, music? Here, Alicia, here, here, here. Here's what we'll do. We'll do. We'll call it music video dimes. I think Hoop. Charge needs to get on this because he's a. But Alicia Silverstone and Liv Tyler. Remember they had like three videos with Aerosmith. Okay. They, Alicia Silverstone pretty hot. Who who like, was the we, who was the actress in Aha Take on Me? Because she was a absolute snack. No, I have no idea who that was. But, but do you yes, you remember her very though? Very pretty, very okay. pretty. Yes. All right. Uh, do you remember Roxette in her? Pro- okay, I'm just kidding about that. Annie no, Lennox. The, oh, no, Roxette. Late, Roxette and late. Annie Lennox she, had a similar look. That that blonde European spike hairdo. She died last year. Who? The chick for Roxette. Oh no way. Yeah. Hmm. So be it. All right, we're gonna get into some NFL here. Uh, yes. I want to talk about uh, Aaron Rodgers for a second because I had an interesting conversation with Aaron Nagler, who runs Cheesehead TV and does it very well. It's a very fan-oriented, but he's very smart. He understands the team. He's a passionate fan, but he has positioned himself that he is ride or die, carry the G, as he calls it, at all times. So while he would like them to make things right with Rodgers and keep him, He accepts the fact that once Rodgers is gone, he's not going to be like, that's it, I'm not a fan anymore. He's going to ride or die with Jordan Love, even if he's not very good or stinks. So I respect that about Nagler, but here's where he and I differed. He said, look, Zabe, you keep hammering in the organization about how they get this way with Rodgers. you got to give them credit. They were the ones that had the foresight to draft him when he was dropping down the, the draft board on draft day, and they also developed him. And I said, yeah, and then I quoted the great uh, song about I was working at a, as a waitress in a cocktail bar. Till I met you. Right. That much is true. Uh, <laughs> what, what was the song? Uh, don't again? You Want Me by the Human League. Yeah, Human League. Don't You Want Me. I was working 
as a waitress in a cocktail bar, that much is true. But I knew I could be something better with or without you. My stance is that guys like Rodgers and Brady and a handful of other athletes, LeBron would be one of them, Jordan would be another one, are these magical creatures on the sporting landscape that have a drive and a talent an ability to focus, a dedication to what they do that borders on the supernatural. And you can't take a whole lot of credit for, well, we drafted him. We developed him. Doesn't that count for anything? Uh, in this case, I say So you're saying Aaron Rodgers would have been successful in any system. I knew I could be something with or without you. Yes, indeed. I believe, I believe Rodgers would have climbed the hill to be what he is with or without the Packers drafting and developing him. Remember on draft day, he said with a smirk, when asked, are you set, Are you upset the Niners didn't draft you? He said, not as upset as they're going to be for passing on me. He said that. I I remember Aaron Rodgers in college. And it was nothing. I was like, I didn't. I never once said, ooh, this right. guy's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But he was he was alternately either going to be one or two to Alex Smith. Somehow the consensus settled on Smith as one at the last minute, late breaking, and then Rodgers just plummeted. Because here's what's different about the NFL now, Jay. No way do, do they let a guy who could plausibly be top five at quarterback just tumble all the way into the 20s. That'll never happen again. I was going to say, what did Mac Jones plummet to? 15. Okay. I guess he got close. But anyway, I, that was just my thing. I, I, I feel like, and, and and the way that Nagler puts it is, well, I remember when the Packers quarterbacks were bad. And oh, I, and I, Mikowski was was the shining star. Well, Mikowski was the first Ray I hope they had, but, you know. Lynn uh, Dickey, remember him? Lynn, Lynn Dickey. Lynn, Lynn Dickey and Randy Wright, who they called Randy Wrong. Who? And, I, don't, I don't remember him. Oh, yeah. No, seriously, they had some bad quarterbacks. And I said to Nagler, I go, oh, I know you remember those years, but when was the last time you had a dinner of worms and cupped water out of a creek? Because that's Not what it's since, like. Yeah, that's what yeah. it's like living outside the palace, my friend. I said, you can mentally remember it, but you haven't had to eat that for dinner with a shit quarterback in 30 in a, years. You've been sleeping in, in really satin sheets time. on a nice, cushy bed. <laughs> You to quote the great Jim Mora, you know, but yet again, you don't know because it's been so long. So we'll as see I, how as it I plays said out. To you in charge last week. I'm about to enter that part of the dinner because after Ben leaves, I know. we're going to be shitty. And, and by the way, we're going to be shitty with Ben this year. Yeah. So, so looking at the schedule for your oh, beloved Stillers, what's your we number? We may not win a game. <laughs> That's we like may the not win schedule. the game. That's like the hardest schedule I've ever seen. Wow. Hold on. I printed it out because why not? It's the master oh. grid. I've got the whole league. I got the whole wide league in my hands, Jay. I've got the whole wide league. Okay. Pittsburgh. I'm going down the left column. At Buffalo. Loss. All right. Raiders at home. Okay, they can beat the Raiders because the Raiders are still inept. All right. Cincinnati at home with Joe Burrow's reconstructed knee. It's the Bengals. It's a win. At Green Bay. Loss. Denver. Loss. Seattle. Loss. 
bye week at Cleveland. They could lose them the bye week. Shut up. <laughs> at Cleveland, loss. <laughs> Chicago. Loss. Wow, Detroit. Win. At the Chargers. Loss. At never good going west. At Cincinnati. Win. Okay, Baltimore. Loss. At Minnesota. Loss. Tennessee. Ooh. <laughs> I think you'd say loss a lot quicker on that. Tennessee's gonna, good. But, but it's, it's a playoff team. If they, they, all they do is run. They get, okay. I'll say, I'm going to say win on that one. All right. At Kansas City. Loss. Cleveland in the rematch. Loss. You're getting swept by Cleveland. You know the darkness has descended upon Steeler Nation, if that's the case. And then Cleveland's at, defense is fucking legit. I know. At Baltimore to close the year. Loss. Okay, count them up. One, two, one, two, three, four, five. Five. No, five and 12. Five and 12. I, oh, that's right. I, oh, I'm sorry. How much is that going to fuck you up this year when you try to do a quick little, I think we'll go and you say the record and you realize, oh shit, it's not 16 games anymore. A lot. Well, I'm already doing it a lot. I'm stumbling. It's jammed my radar. Get Tomlin fired. <laughs> he just got an extension. I know. And, and that's, this will be his first losing season. I can, I can promise you that this will be his first losing season. He's never yeah. had one, but this will be it. You know, there's some people like Boswell who's retiring, Washington Post columnist Tom Boswell, who says, he tweeted basically, it's amazing to me how the NFL can push out hamburger and then pretend like it's filet mignon and the fans eat it up. I think he's he, wrong about this in this regard. He hates the NFL. I know, he's a baseball guy. Yeah. But it's hamburger because even the hamburger is popular. I think it's not that the NFL shoves it down our throats. People clamor for it. I thought Thursday, Wednesday was an exciting day because you got to see the actual schedule in black and white, knowing about who plays where, when. You knew the opponents, but to see it in actual print gets you excited. To see potentially Rodgers versus Lamar Jackson in Baltimore December 19th, giddy oh, up. Tom Brady going to uh, uh, going back to um, New England. Uh, New England, right, that's, exactly. That's that's the tastiest treat in the in the world. Yeah. By the way, uh, so somebody was – I think Brady tweeted about it today saying it's like your high school friends and you meeting up with your college friends. Is that the right analogy? Oh, I don't know about that one. Okay. Because they could all get along. I don't think they'll all get along on this one. Right. Uh, Hank from Barstool said the following. You ready? I would say it's more like when your lifelong friends of 20 plus years meet your new coworker friends you just met a year ago when you moved for a new job and a different location. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is better. Right. And the old company has gone to shit since you left. <laughs> and the new company just had a record year. <laughs> record sales. Yes. Record sales. You're like, hey guys, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> I don't know. I I love seeing it. I love schedule day. I do go and do the nerdy thing of win-loss, win-loss. I know it's pointless and everything else, but the people like Boswell have it all wrong. The NFL's popular because it's popular, not because there's some oh. evil manipulators that's shoving it down our throat. It is. The, the secret weapon, too, is, is the NFL scarcity. 
these games are exciting to look forward to because there's not very many of them, you know? Unlike every other league that plays a trillion games and generally doesn't put out full effort in all those games. There's, again, there's baseball tonight, tomorrow, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's, I always, I can always get a taste of baseball. I only get a taste of football three days a week. Yeah. They're like Mackinac, they're like Mackinac peaches. They're in season. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're in season for a very short time. That was Kramer, right? With the Mackinac pieces, right? <laughs> yes, it yeah. was, exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tim Tebow, back in the news cycle, Jay. I'm just going to put this ball on a tee and step back. So he hasn't been playing for eight years, but Urban Myers thinks he's going to come in and do what? No, I, I, I saw a bunch of people saying, well, he will inspire. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I said, you can't inspire from the bench. It's impossible. Thank you. Nobody's, nobody's ever inspired anyone from the bench. I mean, people, people love this guy more than anything. And yes, he is one of the best college players of all time. But he's not NFL caliber. And that's okay. When Glenn... And Carol said to me on the podcast Wednesday, you know, he likes the spotlight. I said, really? Do you think he's one of those spotlight chase? And they He's just, an attention whore. They, yes. they laughed in my face. They said, are you kidding me? Of course he loves it. And I go, oh, oh okay. yeah. Oh, I yeah. said, all right. I guess I bought into that, you know, little Timmy, you know, religious hype and all that stuff. Oh, I think he's a good why, guy. I think he does he good things. Go. He but, was yeah. terrible in ESPN because he always sounded when he talked like he was out of breath. Right. Very thin voice, not very forceful, and just a bunch of platitudes. So failed at the NFL, failed at broadcasting, failed at AAA baseball. Now he's going to get another crack of failing at the NFL at tight end. Maybe, maybe. Now here's the thing. You ask what what does Urban Meyer think he's going to do? I think Urban Meyer knows he's not going to do shit. I think Urban Meyer is hooking a brother up, giving him back a favor because – you know what Tim Tebow did for Urban Meyer more than anything? He whitewashed Urban's entire tenure at Florida, which was a criminal enterprise that just oh, happened to yes. play football on Saturdays. Am I right? Yes. yes. Tebow yes. gave it this veneer, this shine of feel good where imagine taking Tebow out and putting random quarterback Billy Joe Bumpkin in instead. And people look at Urban Meyer in a totally different light, I think. Did you ever hear the Percy Harvin story at Florida? No. Do tell. Percy Harvin beat up his position coach <laughs> at Florida. Was that wrong? And did, Should and I not have done that? <laughs> and didn't miss a game. So, and that's why I, because when there was a talk that Urban would be the Tro- uh, the Trojans coach. I said, if that happens, I will have to give up my stock in the Trojans and never be a fan again because Urban Meyer's a scumbag. He, he he is very much the ends justify the means and look the other way. Shit, he had a double murderer on his team at tight end. Could he oh, and- could he have known it back then? Eh, maybe. And by the time Hernandez was eligible and ready to be drafted. The red flags were out. They were all over the place. They told him he had to leave. Yeah. He had to stay. Yeah. And by the way, the Pouncy brothers were scumbags in Florida. Yeah. Just fighting everybody left and right. Yeah, it was it was like 
Miami only worse, but it never got on the national media radar because Tebow gave it a real shine. And it's like, how dare you go against this great phenomenon, this great this is God. This is God's quarterback. Uh, right, exactly. And it was bullshit. So I think Urban Meyer is hooking him up. Someone said if he stays on the roster for three games, he gets a lifetime pension by the NFL. So that might be yeah. the thing. So here was another point I made regarding hooking guys up. Hookups happen in life, right? Duh. You've a lot seen of people it. get jobs that way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Really good jobs. I said, and a lot of the Packer fans are like, Rogers wanted Kumaro on the team. Screw that. He's not the GM. I said, hey, Rogers has done pretty well by you. Why don't you throw him a bone? And why don't you keep, you know, uh Kumaro on the team? You swapped him out for a, a special teams player in Malik Taylor, who gave you one touchdown, not really an impact either. Throw him a bone. Like that that happens in life. People get thrown bones, you know, and then just Ooh, look the other way. And they're like Jack Haley in the NBA. The, the he was right. He, wasn't he UCLA. wasn't he Rodman's like valet, basically? It was it was so he was Jack Haley was somebody's buddy and he stayed in the league forever. And it's like it, it happened. It happened. So I think Urban Meyer wanted to hook up Tebow. And I think the Jaguars and their management are rolling their eyes, going, Nah, fucking Tebow, what are you gonna do? And they end up hooking up Meyer just because, well, first-year coach. We did sign him for a lot of money. Before he starts losing games with Sunshine, we'll give him one. And that was his one. That's how the world works. A little bit of grease, a little bit of hookup, you know? Oh, well. Now, uh, he's made he's made one fuck-up already. Which is? The, the uh, strength coach. I didn't hear this. He, he hired the strength coach from Iowa who every player on Iowa hated. And I believe they people were calling him a racist because he was saying stuff like, "Oh shit, if, if you don't train hired harder, that guy, we'll, yeah, if you don't train harder, we'll send you back to the ghetto and oh, stuff fuck. like that." Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. how do you which, fuck that up? It's a strength which, coach. The only strength coach I'd go out of my way to hire is the dude from Oregon with the silly little mustache. Mustache. <laughs> the guy from Alabama is pretty legit, though. Also, I know. I love strength coaches who get a lot of TV time, a lot of pop, you know, with their medium shirts and their rah rah attitude. But, but what's the what's the end game of the strength coach? You're just going to be a strength. You're not going to be a position coach anytime uh, soon. The end game is about four hundred grand a year. That's tell, a good end game. No, no, no. To I'm tell, saying, yeah, to tell a bunch of guys, yeah, go put, a, weights. put another plate on there. Let's do another eight yeah. reps. <laughs> right, right. You. Him, the only position or the uh, strength and conditioning coaches are those two and the guy at the uh, combine. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Come uh, on, Redman. John Lott. Come on. Yeah, right. Yeah. Come on, now. I love that dude. Come on, Alice. Go, Vandy. Come on. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I can't wait for the NFL. Can't wait for college football as I can't well. wait for college football. I it's cannot wait. Good. By the way, I said before you came on, I said, buckle up. Sports is about to get really good here for the next month and a half. Not just with attendance limits being lifted or eliminated entirely, but the playoffs begin. Playoffs this weekend in hockey. Can't wait for, can't wait for the, the playing games. I can't wait either. And and we're all going to keep our eyes on the Lakers, who as of this recording, NBAstandings.com, they're still they're, in that thing, aren't they? Yeah, they're still in the play. Yeah, they they have to win all their games, and Portland has to lose out. for them To avoid it. To be, right. Yeah, right, right. And the are Knicks. You, 
Or in the fucking playoffs. How about the Knicks, Jay? How like, about Tom Thibodeau? If he didn't win Coach of the Year, there is no award. <laughs> right. And then he'll soon be fired. Like, he sucks. It's so funny. These NBA coaches fall into favor and out of favor so quickly. It'll make your head turn. Right. Brad Stevens. Was yeah. a fair-haired boy in Boston. Now they can't stand him. Yeah, although Jalen Brown, I think, is out for the playoffs. So that's... He's, he's out for good. Not but they will, they're not going to make it, though, are they? Are they... Uh, for some reason, I've lost my internet, so I can't look this up right now. But yeah, well, was... you live in the sticks. Well, I do. Grant <laughs> you that. I live in the sticks where there's no gas right now. How's you, how's your gas situation? There's a gas station literally two minutes away, and I went there yesterday to get gas for the lawnmower, and good. I was fine. All right. So yeah. All right. Well, good for you. I mean, I hope it doesn't get any worse up there. It's pretty bad in Virginia. Let's hope it doesn't get worse. I thought okay. the pipeline opened back up very quickly. It did. It did. But there's a lot of other stuff disrupting the normal sort of dance of tankers to stations to retail. You know, there's gas okay. in the markets sitting at these big gas warehouses. But yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you have a rant about this. I already did. I already ranted about it. I, I was like, you know, you know who I went off on was Neil Augustine of WTOP on Twitter because he made it be like he made it sound like no big deal. It's shocking, Jay, when you go by four gas stations in your small town and none of them have gas, and you're actually like, I got to drive to Maryland today. I got to get back. I got to do this. I got to do that. Where am I going to get I gas? Get gas. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Uh, do you see Ellen DeGeneres is now claiming victimhood? Because her show is being canceled after this current run is over in the spring of next year. Yeah, and I, I was like, I don't, I can't, I don't feel she went from America's lovable lesbian <laughs> to a pariah. She was. I know. She was. She was the. Her and Neil Patrick Harris were the top of the pyramid. Gay, lesbian, everybody loves them. They were the alpha but gays, basically. They were the, they were yeah. the super celebrity gays that everybody loved. Sellable now, to mainstream America as non-threatening. Could be your neighbor or co-worker, and you'd love to sit down and have lunch or dinner with them. And now Ellen has lost her title to uh, Megan Rapino. Oh, really? Everybody loves Megan Rapino now. She's in commercials! I know. She's, How she's, many soccer players have ever, you ever seen in commercials? Uh, Men or women? She's making back. Do you think any of the fellow soccer teammates privately if you got them drunk on some white claws would start going off on how much Megan Rapino makes and how little they make or do you think they'd play oh, it straight I think well no 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 if you got them going out for some yeah what were those what were those drinks that the girls in sex in the city always drink oh uh, yeah apple teenies yeah 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 uh. after like seven of those they would yeah they would say look at her yeah and she's not even that good <laughs> <laughs> do you do you drink white claws no. Yeah, and neither do I. Do you know anyone that does? No. They were quite the sensation two summers ago. Still I, around, I but yeah. Remember all the beer companies started doing a beer seltzer? It was like Bud Light seltzer. Yeah, and I had one of those, and they were shitty. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. I think it's just one of those fads. It's like, hey, Bartles and James called. They want their <laughs> shtick back. <laughs> Wait a minute. What was the other? What was the, hold up, there was another wine Zima. cooler. No, no, no. The wine cooler that Bruce Willis did the... Oh. Bruce Willis, remember? Something, something. Why? Oh, God. Wait a minute. Hold up. This is going to kill me. Why oh. Why is my internet doing what it's doing to me? You are killing me, Smalls, right now. Wait a minute. Bruce Willis, wine coolers. Seagram. Were the Seagrams? Seagrams. No. That's possible. Everyone wine. got in the market after Bartles and James. 
Zima uh, was a thing for a while. Seagrams, no. yes, Seagrams. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I can I can see him singing the song. Yes, <laughs> I'd play it for you. I got no internet. Uh, remember, um, uh, what was the other? Oh yeah, Mike's Hard Lemonade. Mike's Hard. That's pretty good though. Oh, you like that, huh? Mike Mike's Hard Lemonade is pretty good. Okay. Anyway, I digress. Let's get back on track here. Kenny Mayne is out at ESPN. Apparently, they wanted him to take a sixty-two percent pay cut. Love Kenny Mayne. I thought yeah. he was funny. Still, the greatest games are not played on paper. They're they played, played inside in our, in our, telev- our television sets. I, but you know what? As I said, I said this on one of your podcasts maybe a year ago. That's when ESPN had likable. Uh, People doing uh, highlights. What, they were, well, what happened? Stewart's, what Stewart's ha- Scott. I, I never know. liked Stewart Scott. Ooh, wow. Um, what happened I to uh, ESPN? I don't know. But now they're run by, like I said, Pablo Torre in the bench with other nerds. Yeah. I have think now taken over. My theory was ESPN went from tweaking the nose of sports, you know, kind of giving it a, a bit of a noogie every now and then, which is what the big show with Dan and Keith did. You know, they and, and and Olbermann and Craig Kilborn. Oh, they, what happened to him? Good uh, he went, Lord. He went to Hollywood, had a very successful show, and then just dropped off the face of the earth, I guess, sitting there oh. counting his money like Michelle Beadle. Oh. But, uh, no, I think they went from tweaking sports and having fun with it and not taking it too seriously, and then it became, let's too worship. serious. Yeah, serious, and let's worship the athletes that they can never do wrong. And it's like, oh. And, of course, the, the league's, the leagues co-opted ESPN. They kind of said, okay, you know, we're going to get our arms around you because we don't want you talking shit about our guys. I mean, remember, it all started with killing playmakers. When ESPN had a hit show, Playmakers, and it was too close to shit happening in the NFL, the NFL's like, yeah, we're a partner here. Knock that off. Yeah, yeah we can't have this anymore. Yeah, exactly. That was a good show, too. Love that show. Uh, it's a cult the, classic for the, now. For the four episodes it was on. Yeah. Uh, there is a sauce shortage at Chick-fil-A now, apparently. Put it on the list of things in America we've got shortages of, not just gasoline, but chicken, computer chips for cars, common sense, good quarterbacks. Uh, Black catchers. <laughs> where where have you gone, Charles Johnson, my That's friend? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Does uh, Chick-fil-A sauce get it done for you? I know. I just used to get ketchup. When I okay, I I go once a week because they just built one down the street, so I feel it my civic duty to go there at least once a week. Okay, so I just I just get the, I mean I just I just get the uh, ketchup. I don't get like barbecue sauce. Yeah. By the way, have you watched Roy Wood Jr.'s entire Chicken Coalition series on YouTube? That was very funny. God, oh my god, you, you need to have him on like once, I know once a month. I know. I, He's I'll, just that fucking He funny. is that funny. I mean, I just die laughing at the dialogue in the chicken coat and the voices he does. Man, where's Wendy getting them? Where's Wendy getting that chicken from? I run these chicken streets. Where's he sourcing that from? <laughs> I do love that we, we had a chicken war for a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, absolutely. That's pretty good, even though still mm-hmm. to this day, no, the chicken, I mean, um, Popeye's Chicken sandwich will never be as good as Chick-fil-A. Right. Did you did you hear what cheesed off Jerry West basketball legend for the oh. LA Lakers and the icon, the logo of the league, Jerry The logo, West. yes. Okay, this ought to be good. The 82-year-old West appeared on the Hoop Du Jour podcast with Peter Vesey. 
Oh, that's where Vessi is these days. Good to know he's for, still alive. For, former guest of the first team on Fox. Yes, exactly. And Jeannie Buss was asked to list her most influential top yes. five Lakers. I and heard Jerry West was not on there, but LeBron James was. He said, I, I saw the other day the five most important Lakers from Jeannie Buss. It was one of the most offensive things I've heard in my life. I was there a lot of the times, and we had a lot of success. Be curious to know if they would have had that success if I hadn't been there. They only won one title with the logo, though. Really? Yeah. Remember, he, they kept getting beat by the Celtics. They well, only won one title. With him as a player. Right, that's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, well, as a player, but like as a general manager, an executive VP, very good. Yes, really good. I'll never forget. I saw him scout Cedric Sabalos at Cal State Fullerton when he played the Ooh. Gauchos, and it was a night in which shocker Cedric Sabalos on a breakaway did a 360 dunk in game. <laughs> he might be pretty good. Yeah, no, but like in in Fullerton's gym. Very small. It was they played on a court that literally had all the different lines on it for volleyball. Volleyball, I and, remember that. Yeah. Like, it was like full of lines. That's how small time it was a division one school, but they played in a gym that was basically a high school gym. And Jerry West was there that night because he knew Sed Sabalos was a potential first round talent. He ended up playing for the Lakers at one point, but it wasn't right away out of college. Number twenty three, Sed Sabalos. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. Uh, Jer- does Jerry West have a right to be cheesed? I mean, look, the list is is long. I mean, Kobe, Magic, LeBron, Kareem, and Phil Jackson. Take one off the list. I'd have to take LeBron off and put Jerry West on for most influential top five Lakers ever. I'd take Phil off because really, Pat Riley. Remember him? He won I a do remember Pat with Riley. Them. Yeah. So I'm I'm taking I'm taking Phil off. Okay, but Kobe and Magic obviously, and Kareem, right? Yes, without a frick. Elgin Wilt? Baylor. Elgin Wilt? Baylor. No, okay. Elgin Baylor goes on there before Will. Really? How many years did one? Will play for the Lakers? Like four and okay. won one title. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. There's this Bill Gates headline. Bill Gates told golfing buddies his marriage was, quote, loveless. <laughs> oh. Welcome to marriage. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he, uh, he, this is a New York post. Uh, apparently he's an avid golfer and he was blabbing to his buddies, using it as therapy, talking about his marriage. They were probably like on the fifth hole looking at him going, Bill, I checked your net worth. Just fucking get a divorce. What the fuck are you worried about? Oh, I don't like my marriage. It's not good. I, I have heard more. I, I have a lot. All my friends are married. And more of them hate being married than like being married. I've never understood that. Well, but as my brother says, it's cheaper to keep her. Well, so. you know what? It's a it's a thing. It, it, marriage is a thing. It requires work to get along and to make it make it work. Uh, Duke uh, Zion Williamson got improper benefits prior to enrolling at Duke. So says court. court <laughs> so says court documents in an ongoing lawsuit between Zion and his former agents. Basically, the agents are trying to blow the lid off of this. Question, will this ever wash up on the shiny coaching shoes of one Mike Krasinski? 
nothing ever sticks to this guy. And if you remember, and if we had music to play, mm. uh, the text I sent you about three weeks ago about Shashevsky. Yeah, what about it? Go, you, I'm not saying what it is on, oh, oh, okay. on the podcast. Oh, okay, you sent me a text if, about Coach K. I don't remember which one that was. I'll go back and check. Oh, okay, because it's a bombshell. Okay. And this was, and this was from a bunch of college coaches. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, that bitch Carol Baskin is back in the news. She's apparently <laughs> put up a five grand reward for the Houston Tiger that is still on the loose. Can we put up the five million dollars to get her arrested for killing her ex-husband? Because um, she did that shit. I'm sure Joe Schreibvogel would like that from behind bars. Oh, we. Oh, Joe. Joe Exotic. Yes. You, yeah. You don't know the name of Joe Exotic? I know it by heart. I didn't, I didn't know. I just know it was Joe Exotic. <laughs> yeah, but she definitely killed her husband. Yeah. And like no, and nobody is really doing. This is not on America's Most Wanted or anything like that. That was a crazy video. You'd have to agree. Tiger in the neighborhood. Nice neighborhood, too. A guy, an off-duty yeah. police officer with his, his his handgun holding off the tiger at point-blank range. I, I, I would have had to shoot that, shoot that cat. I'm I, sorry. I, that's what I said. I said, realistically, nobody wants to do it. But now the tiger's on the loose somewhere. And who knows where? It'll end up with a kid in its mouth. You, right. You've got to put it down. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's like Harambe. Harambe didn't deserve <laughs> to die. Oh, that that poor, poor ape. I know. Apes are fucking beautiful. I saw a video today of a gorilla running into a stream, and he's all beating his chest, running into the stream, and as soon as the water, which I guess is pretty cold, gets up to his nuts, he stops abruptly, (laughs) turns around, and runs out. People were memeing the shit out of it, saying, yeah, everybody's tough until the cold water hits your jubblies. <laughs> <laughs> Including an ape. That's right. There's another that's how we do. I know there's another viral video of a of an ape who had a baby newborn and was looking at a visitor to the zoo, a mom who brought her baby, and the ape was just totally enthralled, like pressed up against the glass, looking at it and everything. It does give you the I mean, it it feels great that there's this kinship between animals, right? That we're not as far apart as we think. That there is so much in common with the basics of life. It's kind of cool. It's a good timeline cleanse for your social media when you're sick of the bullshit. There was a great one about about a year ago. Was it was an ape just act or a baby ape just acting a fool? And the mother just grabbed it and said, "Get over here!" It was just, like you can you can see what she was thinking. Enough of this. Uh, exactly. All right, are we ready for a rousing rendition of FTG to close it out today? Oh yes. Okay, good. Because I, I got a good one for you. May not be one you would suspect coming from me either. Here we go. I got one. I got one, and it just came from this. I'm one. not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who do you got? I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this one because everybody probably likes this guy, but I've watched a lot of his videos, and I and this is not hating. I hate that guy, John Boy. I hate him. Who's John Boy? Guy, John Boy, he's the one that does videos of Major League Baseball. Oh, John Boy. 
Yeah, I, I, we I had it. we had him on the podcast. You're not I alone. Like him. My buddy Astro uh, Scotty wants to kick his ass. He hates him he, as, because he's a Yankee fan who pretends like the Yankees didn't cheat almost every bit as much as the Astros did, but didn't get caught. But it's but it's not that his videos. I'm like, why are people looking at this stuff? Just a dude talking over baseball highlights. I don't get it. I'm okay. not hating. I just think he's an idiot. And I, but he's making a lot of money. So it must be a good thing. You're saying he's the Dane Cook of viral baseball videos? Exactly. So they, to they, John Boy, you say, fuck that guy. All right. This one goes out for me to one Jason Day. The world's former number one golfer and a U.S. US Open champion, handsome dude, nice guy, Aussie. What could possibly have me give him my fuck that guy for the week? Well, here we go. He slipped out of the top 50 in the world golf ranking. In fact, he's 62. And to qualify for this upcoming U.S. Open at Torrey Pines, of course, he's won twice at in the regular tour event. He has to get inside the top 60. So he's just outside. It doesn't look like he's going to make it. So he has the option of going to several 36-hole sectional qualifying sites across the country, which many tour pros do when they're not in the U.S. Open. Well, Day said he's not going to do it. You know why? He's got a corporate outing with NetJets scheduled for that Monday, and he doesn't want to cancel. I bet you wow. make more money on that corporate outing than he would. Uh, of course he'll make more guaranteed money. He says, well, my game is just out of sorts. He says, you know what? I don't feel like that's the way to go. I feel like I should qualify properly, which I guess if I'm not in the top 60 next year, I'm resigned to doing that. But he actually mentioned his corporate event as the reason he won't even try. That dude is a money-fucking whore. You respect the game, you respect our national championship, and you don't piss in karma's soup. Stop it, Jason Day. Nice guy, but guess what? Fuck that guy. (laughs) All right, big plans for the weekend or no, Jay? No, not at all. All Low-key plans. All right, enjoy your low-key weekend. I'll tweet and text you as necessary. Thank you, as always, for uh, coming on the pod. And good luck with that bathroom painting, all right? (laughs) Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. And that will wrap another blockbuster week here on the Zabecast. Thank you so much for being a loyal subscriber. Have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. 
Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag.